If you've seen Roast Battle on Comedy Central and thought those comedians were too mean or took a joke too far, you ain't heard nothing yet. Join Brian Moses and DJ Coach T for Roast Battle, the podcast, as they bring you weekly shows and interviews from the world-famous comedy store in Hollywood, California, right? Listen to Roast Battle for the most divisive jokes and healing interviews every Thursday in your podcast feed. Subscribe now and leave a joke of your own when you rate and review. What up, y'all? It's DJ MV. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. What's up, guys? We, we haven't seen y'all you. in a while, right? Yes. So um, a lot's been going on. <laughs> Too much has been going on. Too much has been going on. Well, let's start with the car show. Uh-huh. Now, if you don't know, I'm doing my very first car show. Your. Uh, our very first car Your. show. Well, it was, it's. I love cars. This is, this thing isn't occupying half of my it is. God-given time. But if you were doing a bag and shoe show. In my show, mental capacity. It would be your bag and shoe show and I would just be helping along. So, all right, let me rephrase that. Our car show. Okay. November 3rd at the Meadowlands Expo Center, which is an indoor uh, uh, arena. And this is something that I, I've dreamed of doing since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I lo- if you know anything about me, I love cars. I love customizing cars. I love looking at cars, sitting cars. <laughs> Just sitting in them? Yeah, driving cars. <laughs> like, cars is my shit. Like, Ever since we were teenagers and we used to go to the car shows at the Jacob Javits Center, mm-hmm. rocking the matching Nautica Puffs yes. with, the, with the fur hoods. You yes, remember right. those? Mine was cream. Yours Absolutely. was bright orange. Mm-hmm. We, we used to do that a lot. And like I said, that was my guilty pleasure. Cars. That's my guilty pleasure. That's what I enjoy. That's what I I, I love. You know. Um. You know when people are on, on their phone all the time. Some people are on Instagram. Uh, some people are looking at shoes and bags, i.e. gear. Uh, me myself, I'm looking at cars, all types of cars, old cars, new cars, exclusive cars, limited edition cars. I just enjoy looking at cars, and came up with this idea to do a car show and. We really didn't know what to expect with planning a car show. You know, we really just thought you get a venue and you get some cars and that's it. <laughs> that is, don't listen. If that's how simply you looked at it, then speak for yourself. That's how I looked. That's at it. not how I looked at, looked at it. I told you that it was going to be very complicated, very involved and very time consuming. It is. And exhausting. It is. And it checks every one of those boxes and a whole bunch more. I know, but it, it's... It's it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's um like I said, November third. Yeah, it's gonna 3rd. be worth it. Tickets are twenty five dollars. Uh, it's gonna be a big family day. So it's not just a car show because I didn't just want to make it a car show. I know sometimes parents like to go to car shows and there's nothing for kids to do. So we created. So there's gonna be a, it's gonna be like a family day. So you know, um, I, of course I don't expect you guys to be there if you do go for four or five hours at a time or if, you know you go there for an hour, hour and a half, two hours, whatever you want to do. But there's going to be jumpies for kids. Mm-hmm. There's going to be um, video games where kids are going to get to play uh, racing games. There's going to be a Fortnite yeah, system, I believe. That. And I believe like maybe a, a football or basketball game where they can play. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a bunch of celebrity cars there. Uh, Cardi B will have her car there. 50 Cent, Swiss Beats, Fabulous, Nas, uh, Hood Celebrity, uh, just to name a few. Um, there's going to be a couple of surprise uh cars and surprise performances it's just going to be a big fun day so if you haven't got your ticket hit up eventbrite.com get your ticket uh they're 25 dollars. there's still some tickets available what's the charge for children uh under five free okay free under five and it's, it's just a lot like you don't you don't really think about it like you know you have to do a stage 
you know, build a stage. Yeah, you just expected the venue to just have a stage in the back. I mean, as much as the venues charge me, I expected them no, to have everything. No, we have to everything. buy a stage and have it built. Right. But then you, ha- you, you can't build it yourself. It's a union building, so the union charges you union fees to build it. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> outrageous bananas right then you know red carpets for the cars and step and repeats and velvet ropes and stanchions yeah you were kind of upset about i didn't even know what a stanchion was and yeah how do you spell stanchion i was like what the fuck is a stanchion google it dude i was like stanchion (laughs) i want a pole just give me a pole and a velvet rope right right yeah yeah. so i figured out what a stanchion was then you know pipe and drape Mm -hmm. like this all these different terms that that i I learned (laughs) from doing cars and then you know i had to go there today and some vendors need electricity and I, i didn't know that you have to pay for electricity. Did you, you know? Oh, that? you didn't know you had to pay for electricity. I thought you just plug it right into the, the wall. What, what is it that you've been complaining about around this house, like for the past? Yeah, 10 but I years? thought when you when you rent the place, they give you electricity. You think other people are just giving it out for free? Yes, but no, you got to pay for electricity. <laughs> like you got to pay for a box for electricity, uh-huh. and then you know you got to pay for Wi-Fi. Uh huh. Now I went there the other day, and I, and, and I was like, babe. My phone works in there, and people don't need no Wi-Fi. He was like, yes, but there's going to be a, a thousands of people with their phones, so you're going to need Wi-Fi. So we had to pay for Wi-Fi. It, it's just a lot. So, you know. It's going to be worth it. And, and I'm not doing this to to make money, to make a fortune. I'm doing this because this is my guilty pleasure. Like, I want to pull it off and just say. That's what I was going to say. I think enjoyable. you just want to pull it off. Right. That's that's all I want to do. I don't think you care if you make a cent. I think you no. just want to pull it off no. and for it to be amazing. Right. Absolutely. So yes. let me shout out to Lincoln Tech because Lincoln Tech definitely had my back during this car show. And also 50 Cent had my back huge for this car show. Mm-hmm. Making sure that if I needed anything or support, they were right there behind me. So shout out to Lincoln and uh, shout out to 50. We definitely appreciate it. So it's going to be a dope event. So definitely... Uh, get your tickets if you can. So we've been doing that. Um, we've been doing more real estate. Yes. We've been doing real estate in New Jersey, Woo! Atlantic City. So we've been, and just to tell you, we're going to do a podcast on uh, real estate. Probably, I'm not going to give no date because I'll, on I'll a fuck, second. fuck around and this, fuck This has got to stop. What? This must stop. What's that? I've spoken to you about this before. What? And this is going to be about the 26th time. What? I'm going to stop learning about what we're going to do with the rest of the people. Can I get a pre-private conversation where you clear it with me and make sure that I'm on the same page with you before you tell the world that we're doing something? You speak for us a lot. I you don't speak for you I a whole get, lot, but you surely speak for us a whole lot. I didn't give him a we're date. We're doing a real estate podcast? I didn't give him a date. I just said we're going to do it. Wait, wait, what are we doing? We're going to do a real estate podcast where we explain <laughs> to people what we do in real estate, how we do it. And so people can, you know, because everybody asks all the time. And of course, we I'm doing a real estate class October 20th. But I think we should do it on a podcast and explain to people what we do and how we do it. A podcast like what we're doing now or a live podcast? No, like what we're doing now. Oh, OK. But it'd be it'd be nice if I knew beforehand. I'm just saying. I'm telling you Don't now. Don't you agree? I don't want to know now. That's not going to happen I wanted tomorrow. to know like six hours ago. Well, I'm telling you now because it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not happening for a while. So I, no, I need, put you on. But you have to make sure that I'm OK with it. You Are you understand? okay with it? I mean, yeah. I know, but... you, I know you better than you know yourself. <laughs> All right. So continue. we've been doing that. Then, um, of course, we're still trying to uh, figure out baby number six. Yes. Um, and we had a little setback. What setback? Zika. <laughs> Zika yes. Zika's our setback. Zika is definitely our setback. Not we that, don't have Zika. Not that we have Zika. We don't have Zika. Well, we don't have Zika. Well, we don't know if well, we, we have don't Zika. Know, yeah, we don't know if we have Zika. <laughs> and the reason we're saying this. explain? Yeah, so, you know... You know, we want to have another baby. So when Gia went to the doctor this week to to check on everything and check on blood levels and check on everything that she else said she had to check on, 
uh, I guess Gia told him that we went to Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. And Dominican Republic is a place that has Zika. Right. I didn't know that. So Neither did I. So because we could have been exposed to Zika, they said that we can't have sex. For three months. I thought they said four. No, we can't have sex unprotected for three months. For women, it can remain in the body for about two months. Mm-hmm. For men, it can live in your sperm for about three months. Now, I thought about this the other night. So if I continue to jerk off, let's say I jerk off you 10 can't, times. You can't jerk it all out. Oh, okay. I all thought right. about it. Because if it lives in the sperm, I was like, it's shoot. If <laughs> I just, just get rid of all the sperm. Just keep jerking. If you jerk off for like, <laughs> like three okay, days stop straight, shouldn't I just take stop. all the sperm out and just be good money? Yes. Yeah, so no. Um, but yeah, so I asked the doctor, I said, so are we just talking about intercourse or all kinds of sex? Right, oral. Well, I didn't say oral. I said all kinds of sex. Uh, but wink, I'm just, wink. I'm just telling people oral. And <laughs> they can't see she the wink, said, wink. if his penis enters any part of your body, it must be protected. What about the nose? You should have said, well, what about the nose? My nose isn't that big. Well, what about ears? <laughs> if your willy can fit in my ear, then we have a problem. Who says willy? Like, who, who says You're going to stop making fun of my choice <laughs> names willy, for things that I don't want to say. Your willy. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so... Yeah, I said, you know what? For some reason, I'm no doctor or anything, but I'm pretty confident that I don't have Zika. So can I just refuse everything that you're suggesting? Right. She she said, well, what do you mean? So basically, we would have to delay whether we do in vitro or IUI for those three months. Right. So I said, can I just refuse you know, the hold off. Mm -hmm. And she said, yes. And I just had to sign off on it. So there's a waiver. So I signed off on the waiver. You don't have to sign off on the waiver because your sperm is already frozen. Okay. So, um, we don't have to worry about that. So we're just going to go full throttle at this point. Right. And we still don't know what we're going to do. And we'll, we'll give them updates because we're still talking about it and trying to figure out if it's going to be IUI or, or in, in vitro. vitro. Yeah, we haven't figured it out yet. And people have been telling us about alternatives and things, other things that we can do. So we still have to Which talk about Which we're not going it. to do. Right. It's going to be one of those things. Right. So we're going to... We'll, we'll, I'm just telling you. But we'll give you an update. Because you're learning about that now with everybody else too. And I'm fine with that. Okay. Because it's your body. Because you keep talking to me about alternatives. I'm okay. not really interested in the alternatives. It's going to be one of those. Okay. Those well, are like those are the straight, direct ways to get pregnant in vitro is more successful than IUI. It's going to be one of those. All right, we'll discuss it. All right. Now, what I want to talk about is a meme that was going on uh, the last couple of days. Okay. Now, we we briefly discussed this before. It's the one I saw on your page? Yeah, early mm-hmm. on. So, um, now, um, the meme was, and actually, I, I picked, uh, it, it was from the Shade Room. It says, parents, please stop sending your kids to school with the idea, someone hits you, you hit them back. You are a part of the problem. And I posted that on my Instagram. We even talked about it on The Breakfast Club. And um, your caption was thoughts. Yeah, so you thoughts, wanted to know what people, people thought. thought. Right. You weren't necessarily saying that you agreed or disagreed. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Right. 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 So um, with that, usually, let's say I get about anywhere from 500 to 1,000 comments on anything that I post. This one is close to 4,000 comments. So people mm-hmm. really were talking about it. A lot of people were saying that's what I tell my kids. A lot of people's uh, teachers were actually hitting, uh, were re- you know, responding, saying, no, you shouldn't tell kids that that um, can start mm-hmm. fights, that can start problems. Your kid could be suspended. Uh, it, it was back and forth. So 
I just wanted to talk about it a little bit and um, get your thought because you're, you're level-headed when it comes to a lot of things. Uh, I'm not so much. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll tell you this. I was always told as a kid, if somebody hits you, you hit them back, regardless mm-hmm. of what it is. Um, we raised, By your father? By my father, yes. What about by your mother? My mother really didn't say much about when it come, came to that part of it. Okay. Uh, it was mostly my dad. And my dad's whole thing was, if somebody hits you, you hit them back. And if you don't, you have to deal with me when I get home, when right. you get home. Mm-hmm. Um, for our first two children, Madison and Logan, the same way. Yo, if somebody hits you, you hit them back. I yep. don't care who it is. And we were both on the same page. I that. don't care. I don't care what goes on. If somebody puts their hands on you, you make it so they never think about putting their hands on you ever again. And let me just say, we were also young parents. Right. Okay. Um... And it worked out fine until Logan started getting into incidents in school. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't, if you're not familiar with Logan, maybe it's the first time you're listening to the podcast. Logan is 14 years old, small boy, meaning he's he's small for his age, right? And and when I say small for his age, small in size, small in weight, but he's a real tough cookie. Like he plays football, he plays basketball, he's on a trampoline all day, he backflips. He wrestles with me like he's a tough cookie. Like he's the type he he gets hit. He'll probably cry more if you hurt his feelings than if you actually she broke his arm, broke his arm. That's yeah. that's how he is. And he's always been like that. A real tough cookie. So when he got into problems in school, I think because he was so small, he would kind of get picked on a little bit. You know, the older kids, the bigger kids would pick on him. And nine times out of 10, they would only pick on him once because if they pushed him, you had to deal with Logan. Now, this kid... You don't want to deal with Logan. This kid was on the wrestling team, but never had any wrestling practice experience. or experience. Like, he was winning matches. He went to states. Never first had wrestling. First year went yeah. undefeated. Undefeated. Went, un, the first year went undefeated and never had any experience. Like, to the point where he was... He didn't know what he was doing. He was just tackling kids, making them tap out. Kids bigger than him. It was amazing to the point where his wrestling coaches to this day ask me if if, if I want to get him back in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, these kids were pushing Logan, and um, he would fuck him up. <laughs> That's bottom line. Like you would push him, and he two piece you, bong bong, and Logan would get in trouble because these kids would cry. Right. And what would happen is the teachers would just see uh, little Timmy crying, and not Logan. So Logan would get in trouble. All the time to the point where every day his principal will call every other day the principal would call and he and I would know exactly what it was about. And it got to the point where we would go to the school and we'd be like, so if Logan cried, he wouldn't be in trouble. Right. And the principal pretty much was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it got to the point where it was just too much where Logan just took things out of control. Like if a kid pushed him, he wouldn't push back. He's already he's just two piecing you from the door. He didn't understand that, you know, if you push me, I push you back. He, if you push him, he's two-piecing you, throwing you on the floor and, and ramming your head into a locker. That's kind of like that analogy, like, I stab you, you shoot me. It's not fair. Right. Right. That's how he looked at it. You, like, you you push me, he's not going to just push you back. He's going to two-piece you, karate chop you, and then maybe kick you in your neck. That was Logan. He just took things too, too far. So with but him, that also comes from... His size deficit. Correct. Do you know what I mean? So I think that it was a compensation for his lack of size. I don't think so. I think it was the fact that he really 
wanted to fuck these kids up because they bothered him. Okay, yeah. So I don't think it was that simple. Mm -hmm. I think that you ever notice when you're, and not all the time, and smaller men, don't be offended. (laughs) But you ever notice like if you're in a group of people, like the smallest guy has the biggest mouth or has the most to say Uh or is the nastiest or wants to be the funniest or the most outgoing. That's not by accident. I mean, sometimes it could just be a personality thing, regardless Uh of size. But you'll find that more often than not, that is something that happens over and over again. It's like a reoccurring thing in people. And it's a compensation for the lack of physical stature. So they make it up with personality. Right. So with Logan, I think because he was the smallest, if someone put their hands on him, Mm -hmm. he would overcompensate. Mm-hmm. See, the the only thing with that is with, with Logan. Yes, he would overcompensate, but I, I didn't have a problem with it because it was putting people in a place. You shouldn't be touching my son anyway. You shouldn't touch me in the first place. Right. So what we had to do with Logan was we had to come up with a different rule. And we had to deprogram him. We had to deprogram him. Yes. So, so and, and it wasn't, and I felt like I was kind of mad at myself for having to do it, but for him and being in school and being in this area, We kind of had to deprogram it. And when I say that is we had to make up a rule where it says, Logan, if you get pushed by somebody or hit by somebody, first go tell a teacher. Right. Then the second time it happens, then you can defend yourself. Just so it's pretty much marked down and written down that you did tell a teacher. It's on record. And the reason I said in this area is because of this. And I'm going to be honest. You know, we live in, in a nice neighborhood. It's predominantly white. Um. Growing up in Queens. It's not a nice neighborhood because it's predominantly white. It is a nice neighborhood mm-hmm. and it happens to be predominantly right. white. Well, that's what I, I, mean. I just wanted to clear that oh, up no, no, the way you said no, no, That's what I mean. <laughs> Might give off the wrong impression. Thank you. No, no that's what I mean. But anyway, growing up in what? Queens, when we grew up in Queens, you know, I grew up in Queens Village. You grew up in Brooklyn and in Rosedale. It was, it was, I wouldn't say it was fight or flight, but it was, you, you never knew what was going to happen. You walk up out in the street and you had problems like, you know, I would go to school. People make fun of me about my Catholic school clothes. You know, uh, you play basketball. Somebody elbows you too hard. Somebody might push you like you had to earn respect mm-hmm. here uh, in in the town that we live in. It's a little different. It's predominantly white. And a lot of times and I'm not going to say a lot of times, but I'll just say in this area, because this is what I know in this area. They don't raise their kids to if somebody hits you, hit them back. They raise their kids. If somebody hits you, tell a teacher. Right. Am I right? Am I lying? Um, I have to think about that. Um, That's the conclusion I would definitely jump to. Majority of parents. That's, I would say. Uh, that's the conclusion I would jump to. I, I, I believe that those are probably the conversations that they're having in their house. Right. Now, I don't like that. And the reason I don't like that is because I really feel like it promotes and it's going to say maybe not promote is the word I'm looking for, but it helps with the whole bullying aspect. Reason being is it I think, encourages bullies. Right. And the reason being is because if you don't stand up to somebody, that person's going to continue to push you and poke you and poke you and poke you. Uh, a teacher can only help you when a teacher's around. You know, mm-hmm. if you tell a teacher, the teacher can only say uh, so and so don't do that when I'm there. But when I'm not there and I'm on a bus, who's 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 protecting you then? When you're on that that playground playing, who's protecting you then? When you're at gym or you're not in front of it, you're in math because maybe you told a teacher in Spanish, who's protecting you then? 
And that's why I feel like people continue to get bullied or even on social media. Who's protecting you then? If you don't stand up for yourself and you don't teach your kids to stand up for themselves, Mm -hmm. they will continue to get bullied. Not to say that violence is the key, but sometimes I think violence, a stop of somebody quickly in 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 their tracks. For instance, if you bully me or you push me, right? Uh Uh-huh. As a kid. And um, I smack the shit out of you. Right? Right. You're not going to bully me again. You're going to be like, because if I fuck with her, or if I fuck with him, whether it's on social media, whether it's in the gym, whether it's in basketball, he's going to smack the shit out of me. So you know what? I'm not going to fuck with him. Mm-hmm. That's easy. People respond to consequences. Absolutely. So when it comes to that, yes. And before you answer, I just want to tell you something I haven't told you before. Um, so that was our, when we talk about Madison and Logan, that's what we taught them. Our younger kids now, our five-year-old, four-year-old, and two-year-old's a little different, and I'm going to tell you why. And this is what I have a problem with, and we never had this discussion. Okay. Jackson was one of those babies that was kind of like Logan. I don't know if you remember. What are you talking about? He was very rough. Very rough, quick to hit. You don't remember? No, not really. Yes. Jackson early on was kind of that rough baby, quick to hit, where we had to really watch him around Brooklyn at first. Um, I don't know if it was because he was quick to hit. I think that he was jealous of Brooklyn. Even in school, he, he would have pro- he would have problems in school. He, he was knuck- the baby. He would knuckle some kids up. Yes, he his would. His place got taken. Right. Um, But not. I don't. I'm gonna tell you let this. Me, let me let me finish showing what you what you have to say. Even in school, he would knuckle up some kids, and he's got he got into a couple of problems where he's hit before, and we kind of deprogrammed him, right? And I'm gonna tell you why. His little sister, his two year old, fucks with him all the time. <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn's the bully of this house. Brooklyn is the okay? bully of this house. She but, runs everything. But Jackson knows now that he can't hit her. Mm-hmm. And he can't do anything nasty and negative to her. Right. And what I'm realizing is that's making him a softer kid. It is. Right? Yes. You're smiling. I don't like that. because I'm he, smiling because you're right. It doesn't. He doesn't know the difference between not hitting his sister. And not hitting anyone. And not hitting somebody that hit him back. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. Well, today he came home and said that one kid told another kid to throw his car into the mud and the other kid did it and he was very upset and he said because of that the school is dangerous and he doesn't want to go back right <laughs> right, right. I, I heard him when he said that <laughs> and, I said, but, and London rolled her eyes at him like this kid but, right, no, I, <laughs> did you I, see London yes I seen her but I remember I, I heard that now <laughs> Jackson, if it were Logan as soon as that car took flight that kid would have that took kid would have got clothesline yeah he would have got clothesline he would have been thrown in the mud <laughs> He would have got thrown in the mud right behind the car. He would have got thrown in the mud. Right. Now, Jackson, a couple (laughs) of years ago, if if anybody would have took his car, he would have fought them. Mm -hmm. A teacher, a parent, anybody but me or you. Okay. If you took that boy's Mm -hmm. toy, that boy's toy, he'd have fucked them up. But But, he was he was a nice kid. But I think I think he was he's always been a sweetie. But if you got on his bad side or stroked his temper, then yes, right. But now he doesn't get it. Now, I see Brooklyn manhandle him crazy now. <laughs> manhandle him crazy. And I know 
And I know he wants to do something, but we deprogrammed. You think he doesn't do anything to her when nobody's looking? No. You don't think she catches a quick elbow? No. A quick Mm-mm. mush? Mm-mm. I don't think so, because he doesn't want to get in trouble, because he's been getting in trouble for it for so no, long. No, because we told him that there's cameras everywhere. Right. Right. That's. <laughs> I mean, there is cameras everywhere, but... No, but we pointed out to him. Right. So, but with that being said, I feel like that makes him soft and it makes him a target for bullying, because he won't defend himself because he's scared he'll get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Because you know, and I and I was thinking about that, but I don't know how to undo it. I don't know if I'd be like, "Yo, if somebody hit you, hit him back." He's gonna fuck Brooklyn it's up. It's not time. He needs to be a little bit older and more mature to understand that conversation. But I also feel like that comes in that comes with fear. Like to hit somebody back, you have to be a different type of person. You can't fear them, or you can't have fears of anything. To because really to fight. People don't fight because usually they're scared mm-hmm. to fight somebody. You have to have a little bit of heart because you you might lose. You might get knocked out. You might hurt. You might get hurt. Mm-hmm. You have to have a little bit of fear. Um, Logan didn't have that fear at first. You Jackson, mean you can't have that. Fear. Can't have that fear. Right. Jackson didn't have that fear. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of want to start programming him to. If somebody hits you, hit back. He's only four years old. It's not time. And four-year-olds can be the targets of bullies. Right. But Jackson isn't old enough to engage in that conversation and discern when the appropriate time to to defend yourself is and when it's not an appropriate time to defend yourself. So when he gets a little bit older... We can sit him down and talk to him and do everything that we can to make sure that he's not a target of bullies. But he's not in a situation where anyone's putting his hands on him. The worst that's happening is that his toys are getting flung. And I I don't like that. Of course you don't. But what I'm saying is, let's look at the big picture. The big picture to me is when he said that kid threw his toy, all I'm thinking about is, and what happened? And he was like, I don't like that school. It's dangerous. (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself, what? I'm like, you're the most exaggeratingist. I'm what? I'm like, what? I'm like, I was about to be like, Logan, what would you do if a kid threw your toy? You're like, oh, all I could, all I could think of is the story would be, uh, Mr. Casey. Yeah. So Logan threw Timmy in the mud today, and all I could be like, well, what did Timmy do? Right. Timmy threw his toy. That that was Logan. But Logan, see, but Jackson, see, that's that's you know bringing a gun to a knife fight. Yeah, you're right. Right. But Jackson was like, that school's dangerous. That school is dangerous. So, so now let me ask you a question. How, how do you feel about if somebody hits you, hit them back? Well, you know me. I believe in the big picture. And I believe in the situational circumstances. And I believe in time and place. Mm-hmm. So before I do anything, I always take those things into consideration okay. before I act. Um. Generally, if it were me or if it were one of our children, if someone put their hands on them, I would ask for them to tell the teacher and then to come home and tell me. At which point I would call the school, I would speak to the teacher, I would speak to the principal, and I would send an email so that there is a record of the offense. If it was done again, Personally, I would do the same thing for the second offense. If there were a third offense, at that point, my child would have to defend themselves. See, I don't agree. I agree. And 
I think so. And I you probably disagree because you're probably saying on the second time they can get their tooth knocked out. I think on the or, first time they get their tooth knocked out. Listen. Unless they get keep getting in trouble like Logan did at that time. Nah, the first time you touch me, I'm gonna I'm gonna punch you in your face. In Maybe school, not punch you in the face, but <clears throat> like I have to I have to set precedent immediately. But here's the thing. If it's a bullying type of situation, Bullying usually happens repeatedly. So it will happen again and again. By the third time, you have set yourself up and now there is a record of the offense. Whereas if you turn around and defend yourself, it could have only been expected. And you have more than enough reason to do so. And nobody can come back and point a finger to you or your child and say, this shouldn't have happened. Your child took the wrong action. See, but this is the thing. I don't give a fuck about what you what what pain, what people say but about my child. But in a sense, it's a matter about what I, I feel. And if you put your hand on my child, see, this is the thing. If you wait to the third time, your child might be scared. You see what I'm saying? Because that person is bullying or picking on your son. No, no, no. The whole idea of scared and fear that we're talking about is A, what they're built with, what their personality is, and B, the nurture that they get at home. So when they're withholding their reaction, they are well aware that they have the wherewithal and the stand-up to defend themselves, but they are choosing not to. It's not as though they're not doing it because of fear. And that comes from what they learn at home. We sit down and we talk to our kids. Right. So they would get all of that conversation. Right. It's a matter of self-control. You know that you can take that person's head off, but you're choosing not to. You are going about it in a way where you are protected. You don't have to worry about being judged. You don't have to worry about forming a reputation. You don't have to worry about, especially if we're talking about boys and we're talking about black boys, you don't have to think about whether people are looking at you as aggressive and that's that's just something that comes with the territory. See, but this you know, thing. and not care. not that not that you should care, but if you're if you're a second grader, for instance, mm-hmm. you have to worry about being in that school system potentially until you're in the twelfth grade, right? And it's easy to be like, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. But reality is, you're creating a reputation and. You don't want to be judged by that reputation. You don't want to be ostracized. You don't want your child to not be invited to things. You don't want to create something that's not necessary. And I'm not talking about the people that would uh, unfairly see them as aggressive because of the color of their skin. I'm not talking about those people. I'm just talking about teachers and other parents and other kids that are just from the outside looking in and making a simple judgment. Once you form a reputation, it's very difficult to break the perception. So for me, it's the most important that my my children lead a happy, fruitful life. And I will give them all the tools that they need To do so. So if a child puts their hands on you, you tell the teacher, you tell me. We create a record if it happens again. And I mean, I'm talking about simple things like pushing or, you know, being talked to inappropriately or, you know, typical forms of bullying. Uh If a kid punches you in the face, that's a different story. I mean, that 
requires an immediate reaction. Like if someone punches you in the face, you're going to fight. I'm just talking about the milder forms. You report it. We create a record. The third time, even if it's a third mild form, Mm -hmm. they put their hands on you. You take their head off. That's it. At that point, they have to learn and nobody can blame you. You took the appropriate steps. And now. Nobody can say anything. I mean, I see what you're saying. I don't I don't agree. And, and we could agree to disagree. But I, I honestly feel like sometimes you have to put somebody in this place to the point where. I think you always have to put somebody in their place. And this is why. And this is and this is why. Well, this is going to sound how crazy. You put them in their place. This is why I love Logan so much. Right. Logan could be playing a sport. I remember like this was yesterday. We, he was playing basketball and this kid on the other team was elbowing everybody. Mm-hmm. To the point where he was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. when he would cross over, when he would dribble as a defense mechanism, so people couldn't steal the ball, he would elbow mm-hmm. in the head. So there was kids with knots on their heads. This was like what I remember. Um, this was years ago. Years ago, yeah. And I seen it happening. And this is when you went out on. This is what I went. I ran on the court. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ran yeah. onto the court. Um, and I told Logan, you know, I said, if this kid elbows you, you put him on his ass. And one thing I would say about Logan, whatever I tell him to he do, does. he will do. He doesn't care about the consequences. He knows that I will have his back. And that's what he did. He put a kid on his ass. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ran on the court. Um, because, you know, this kid was elbowed. This kid elbowed like three, four kids where kids had it cuts, was crazy. cuts on their head. And the refs yeah, weren't he, calling he, it. Yeah, he broke one kid's skin. Right. And what mm-hmm. happened? When, he, when, he, when Logan put that kid on his ass... Well, before he put him on the ass, you ran out there mm-hmm. and started yelling at the referee. Like, mm-hmm. you just going to let him do this? Y'all going to keep him in? You just going to let him do this? Right. Yeah. I'm that parent. And um, I told Logan, and then Logan put the kid on his ass. And what happened? The kid didn't do it anymore because right. he knew that if he did it with Logan, that it would be a problem. But that's why I love Logan. Same thing with football. Like, oh, not even that. Do you remember um, when Logan played flag football and a kid was kicking Logan? Oh, yes. And it, it's crazy because years later, the kid actually became Logan's friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the kid was going through problems. The kid lost his mom mm-hmm. and uh, he didn't know how to deal with it. I mean, we didn't know at the time. But um, and during flag football, he was kicking kids. Like every time he would you would get his flag, he'd kick you. And Well, he was an overall bully right. at that point. Mm-hmm. And I told Logan to fuck him up. I told him just like that. I said, if he kicks you, you fuck him up. Yep. And Logan did. And the the parents came over, the refs came over, and I said, I told my son, fuck him up. I told you twice that this kid keeps kicking people, and if you don't want to stop it, I'm going to have my son stop it. Yeah, but that's that's a different situation. But I'm kids, talking but about, kids don't know the difference. No, 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 I'm just saying, but you have to teach your kids the difference. I'm talking about in school, where teachers get together, and they talk in the lunchroom, they talk in the break ah, room. Fuck them no, it's you can't, see, you have that, personality and you can't just look at the world and be like F it that's the easy way to do it that's the simple way to do it but the biggest well one of the biggest things that you can teach your children is self control Mm. because the ability to control your actions hold back release when you want to release control your words control your actions that is so strong Mm. when you have that control you can dominate so many situations because you're not hot-headed. Mm. You're calculated. And you manipulate a situation. And it's not out of fear. You, you're not withholding because you're scared. 
It's not as though you're withholding because you don't have the wherewithal. You're withholding because you're choosing to. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah, I understand. I get it. But but you have to have you have that conversation with children when they're old enough to understand. We can't really have that conversation about calculation with Jackson now, can we? I mean, right now, at four years old, if someone puts their hands on him, as long as it's not overly aggressive, I want him to tell the teacher. Okay, well, we'll we'll talk about it some more later. I mean, we can agree to disagree. We still disagree. Yes, you completely disagree with me. Absolutely. So the first time that someone puts their hands on a kid, you want you want them to go ham. Absolutely. Don't fucking touch me. Don't put your hand on me. <laughs> I mean, and and I understand that. I was raised the same way. I was raised the same way. Yeah, don't touch me. And that's why, you know, we agreed when we raised our first two. But I feel as though you live and you learn. And I'm always interested in learning a better, more effective way to handle a situation. Mm-hmm. So hold on. Who's at the door? Hello, come in. I think that was uh, Irma just got back. Oh, I think, yeah, she went away. She must yeah. realize we're taping. So go ahead. All right. So um, let's get to the email of the week. You actually passed me your phone. Okay, here you go. All right. Uh, and I just want to tell you, everybody always asks about the babies in our house. And, you know, all the babies are doing fine. I just want to tell you that Brooklyn is a motherfucking animal. What? She, um, let me hold on. She runs this house like a motherfucker. <laughs> Like, you don't understand. All the kids are sleeping. I'm downstairs working out. You're just so eloquent the way that you speak. I don't care. You know what I mean? I'm, uh, One of the things know, I love about you. I'm, all the babies are sleeping. The five-year-old knocked out, four-year-old's knocked out. Well, but not only that, the four and five-year-old, you say, London Jackson, it's time to go to sleep. They say, okay. Like, run off to your room. Sure, mommy, love you. They run off to their room, and within five minutes, they're both knocked out. Right. The the 16-year-old, she's in her room studying for chemistry. Uh, Logan just got back from football practice. And then I, I, I'm i working out in the gym downstairs. I get upstairs. The lights are off. And then I see, like, this little flashing light. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Gia's sitting here. Look like she's twiddling her thumbs. <laughs> it's 9, 9.30 at night, past everybody's bedtime, and Brooklyn's in here watching, watching her iPad. And I'm like, nah, nah, this can't happen. I'm like, Brooklyn. She starts crying and telling on me, like, Mommy, Daddy's bothering me. I'm like, bothering you? Look, look. Because she knew you were about to put her to sleep. I'm like, look, you little half. It's time to go to sleep. Sidebar. She starts crying like crazy. Have you noticed what the kids have been watching lately? Mm-mm, what? If you guys have little kids, maybe someone can explain this to me because I don't even understand it. I can't wrap my mind around it. What? All three of our little ones have iPads. And they all choose videos of other kids playing with toys. So let's let's put this in perspective. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting up and going and playing with their own toys and having actual live fun, they rather watch videos of other kids playing with their toys. Brooklyn, who just turned two years old, is on this wave too. She chooses her video. She scrolls. She taps. She enlarges the screen. The kid can halfway talk, but completely knows how to use the iPad. Mind boggled behind that. But that's another story. But she chooses these videos. I'm sitting here laying here watching her obsess over this video of this five-year-old playing with her doll baby. And she has her doll baby and she's doing everything with her doll baby that this girl's doing in her video with her doll baby. Mm. So now Brooklyn wants to feed the doll baby and change its pamper and do all these things. And I'm like, this is some crazy 
stuff, the stuff that's on YouTube right now. I don't know. I I, I really don't know. Like but. even the two year old is obsessed with technology. Like this thing, like it's really too far. You know how they say that technology kind of desensitizes you from right, the world. Right. It's happening to a point where I want to take away their iPads. Well, let's now. take it away. I think we should. Seriously. I mean, they only use they're their not iPads. playing themselves. But think about it, they only using the iPad maybe 30, 40 minutes a day. Regardless, it's the think about it. They're watching other kids play with their toys. These it's are real weird. kids. Yeah, it's weird. Wait, hold on. Who's coming in here now? Hey, Logan. what's up, Loke? Hey, boo. You just had the Why biggest heart attack. We're taping a podcast. What, Irma walking you on you? You don't see these mics in our hands? Irma walks in. Irma walks in. It takes the baby, huh? Turn. And the baby's not there, but I didn't hear Irma come in. Because you were on. My game. Right. Uh huh. So I ran down here. I know. Mommy heard you run. I heard I heard you at the door. And then it was like, I have the baby. I was like, oh. But she took it. I was so scared. Yeah, you was mm-hmm. about to get beat. Yeah, I asked you to watch the baby and you're not even watching the baby. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> See, we have to pawn our baby who wouldn't go to sleep off on our 14-year-old so we could tape this podcast for you guys. Go take a shower, Stinky. And you guys wonder why it's late occasionally. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. All right. Well, let's read the email. Okay, go. Hey, Gia and NV. I first want to say thank you for the podcast. You two are wonderful. I'm a 31-year-old mother of two boys, and I've been dating a wonderful man for three months. But we've been in an exclusive, official relationship for one month. He's great. Our kids have just met and get along. His ex-wife is a little annoying and crazy, but learning boundaries and everything is going well. My question comes in at how often should you want to communicate with your partner? I could text him and talk off and on all day long, but he's not the same. He said he doesn't want to talk all day long and could even go a day or two without really speaking at all and be fine. Wow. He says it doesn't mean he doesn't want to be with me and that he doesn't want to talk to me and that he adores me and being around me, but he just needs more space. Is that normal? Should I just relax a little and not stress it if we aren't talking all day? Please help. Thanks in advance. Uh, You want me to start? Please. Um, I'm actually very interested in your take on this one. Okay. Um, I think Can you stop rubbing yourself. I hate when you do that. And while we're doing this podcast, I'm always waving at you to stop rubbing yourself. They and can't you continue. Me rub myself. It is so annoying. He it's just sits there and rubs his leg or rubs the pants that he's wearing. And it just sounds like self love. baby. Shh, shh. And it annoys the hell out of me. And I need you to stop self love. Anyway, as I was saying, I was rudely interrupted. Um, I really feel like um, everybody is different. You know, people might look at our relationship and look at how much we speak and how much we talk as that's too much. And I can never do that. Mm-hmm. Like if you really think about it, right. As I'm not even just me and you, but as a family, we are really on top of each other. <laughs> We're meaning, one communicating as family. Yes, we are. Yeah. Um, meaning, you know, I go to work early in the morning and when I get to work. Well, sometimes you call me on the way to work. Yeah, sometimes I call you on the way to like work and we talk in the morning for that 40 minute, 35 minute drive. Right. Yeah. We talk for 35 minutes. Then, you know, um, when Madison gets up, she FaceTime. We, we FaceTime each other in the morning at 630. Six, at 630. Then when I get off air and I'm on my way home, which is usually about 1030, 11 o'clock, I talk to you the whole way home. Right. Yep. Then when I get home. We usually, if I'm not taking a quick nap, we're usually together doing something, whether where I'm going to the gym or, you know, and you don't work out, but you come downstairs with me to the gym to talk. 
mm-hmm. you know, or we go get a bite to eat or we're doing chores or we're taking care of something or we're taking the kids here or we're taking the kids there. We are constantly talking <laughs> and constantly <laughs> together. Yes. Think about it. Even when I'm out of town and you're not there, mm-hmm. we constantly talk. We're on the phone talking about this or you're even if you're at the mall and I'm at my room, you know, in the bed, we're talking. We talk more than most people could ever imagine. Or you're at the restaurant calling me and reading me the menu and asking me what you want. Absolutely. Asking what I should order. <laughs> or, or, or there's some big words and I have no idea what the fuck I'm ordering. And I'm asking you what it is. And you're like, no, you won't like that. No, you don't eat that. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, you should try that. That's how. That's, Ask them if it has this sauce on it. But that's what we are as a couple, mm-hmm. you know. And some people, when they hear that, they be like, that's sickening. I can never talk to my spouse that much. I can never be up under someone that much. Right. That is us. Yeah. Then I look at some of our other friends who necessarily only talk to their spouse once a day. Maybe one time at work. And then they'll see each other at home and they're cool with that and they're fine with that. That's the way that their relationship works. So for him, he might feel like, you know what? I'm really into this girl and I miss her. I miss seeing her. I adore her. I don't want to overdo it where I feel like it's too much. Like I see her all the time and I'm tired of the situation. He might feel that way. And that's not a problem. That's just the way he might have did things in his relationship before where he feels like he has his little space to work, but he still misses his baby. Um, And the reason I say that is I I think about it all the time. I'm like, damn, do I am I spending too much time with gear where I don't miss her? Mm -hmm. You know, am I spending too much time talking to her and too much time being with her where I don't get the feeling of, oh, my God, I miss her. Mm hmm. But I don't, but a lot of people might. But wait, wait, wait. That's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. So you don't really have the opportunity to... Can you stop rubbing yourself? Sorry. Thank you. You did it again just to say I know, me. I know, I know. <laughs> um, you don't really get too much of an opportunity to miss me. So how do you feel about that? But I do. What do you mean? Um, I think for myself, I travel so much working. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you are with me when we travel, but sometimes you're not. Mm-hmm. And when you're not there, I do miss you. I miss the conversations. I miss the hugs. I miss the cuddling. I miss the watching television. I miss just being around. So I do miss you. Um, But for some people, they might feel like they don't. You know, I miss you when I'm at work and I'm like, damn, I miss my baby because you're always around. So when you're not <laughs> around, it's like, oh, damn, what the fuck is gear? <laughs> I'm home with the kids. Right. So he might feel a little differently. You know, what I mean, maybe mm-hmm. his past relationship didn't work because maybe he was in a relationship where he was under his girl so much and it didn't work. So he's just saying, you know what? I want a little space to you know, do other things, but that doesn't mean I don't adore you. That doesn't mean I don't think of you. That doesn't mean I'm um, with somebody else. It just means I just want a little space to continue to miss you or feel away. Well, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Do you think that we're like that because that is our personalities and we just happen to find each other and it happens to suit our personalities and our relationship? Or do you think that we bring that out of each other? I'm excuse me. You're just going to yawn in the mic. You didn't even sorry. pull the mic away. Like, where's your courtesy? You just asked me a question. That's why. Um, I, You know what I did with, with our relationship? 
I think with a lot of people, I feel like they're on different wavelengths. What do you mean? Um, I think that you and I are probably as close to being the same as possible. <laughs> like, and, and, it's, and it's honest. Like, some people be like, oh, my husband's this way and I'm this way. Like, me and you are pretty much the same when it comes to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So, it's like really having a twin sister. Like, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, yeah. like. That's a good way of putting it. Like, if I feel you a way. You kind of are like my twin brother. Right. If I feel a way about interesting. anything, let's say, uh, I don't know, an, an investment or buying something or feelings or food or whatever it is. I pretty much know what your reaction or what you're going to say because you feel the same way that I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, if we go to a restaurant and we'd be like, all right, uh, I want this appetizer, that appetizer, this entree, this entree, this dessert. I want this to drink and this, that, and the other. And I can order that. And by the time you get to the table, you're going to be like, oh, you ordered everything I would have ordered because right. we're on the same wavelength. Right. You know, um, if we talk about a topic 90% of the time, me and you probably have the same opinion on it. Right. It just is what it is. We're on that save wavelength. So hold on. Let me just ask you a question. Now, is that the chicken before the egg or the egg before the chicken? Meaning, do you think that we've been together so long that we've grown to share the same opinions? Or do you think that we happen to have the same opinions? I think it's a little bit of both. What came first? I think it's a little bit of both. I think the fact that we've been together so long we've kind of connected and we know each other's feelings but i also think that that's just who we are as people you know i think that's what attracted us to each other the way that the the reason that we think alike so i think for us our wavelength is the same we think about the same shit all the time which is it's crazy like somebody could say it's the same way that i can shop for you and know exactly what you like yes same way you can shop for me it's and know magic. exactly what I like. Yeah. It is what it is. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it just is. You know, some people like, I never have, a, you know, some people like, oh, I don't know when I'm going to get my boyfriend for birth or for Christmas. Or I don't know when I'm going to get my girl. Like, we never have those issues or problems. <laughs> like, we, like, <laughs> so now I'm serious. We can say, you know what, this Christmas we're only going to spend $30. And we can, and we know that that $30. Be the best $30 ever spent. Absolutely. Because yeah. we know who we are. So, so that's how we are. So it's like, wait, 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 before you move on to your next thought, mm-hmm. I have to ask you a question. Yes. How do you think we avoid getting bored of each other? Because I think if I were listening, that's the question that I would ask myself. Like, how do you spend so much time with somebody and not get bored? Hmm. I think because we have fun. And and I know people say, oh, we all have fun. But like, Gia and I, we, we'll make the best out of any situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it could be a rainy day outside. And even if we're cleaning, like me and you could be cleaning. And, you know, people don't know, but we're renovating our home. So we have to pack up a lot of our stuff because we're renovating the home and, and move so we have it, to move out, move out. Like we could stay in the room and pack shit all day <laughs> and we'll look up and it'll be 10 hours of gone. Mm-hmm. And we might have packed two things, but we don't even know what we talked about. <laughs> we were wrestling. Oh, we were wrestling. Or chasing each other around. Oh, chasing each other around the house. It is what it is. You know, <laughs> singing that's, and dancing. That's just who we are. You, you know, in my leg. Right. It, it, that that that's really who we are. Yeah. You know. Um. The other day when we were at the game, you know, I took my father and and Logan to the Yankee game. 
you know, what's the first thing I did when I got there? Called me. Called you. Then what what did I do after that? Called me. No, I sent you a picture. Oh, you sent me a picture of all the food that was in the suite. Right. It's scallops in the friggin' Yankee suite. Yes. Crazy. Right. And then what happened? very jealous. It got to a point where time passed and you was like, I haven't heard from him. And then you called me. It was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you're like, it's the ninth inning. I'm like, it's the ninth inning. He's like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, an hour and 12 minutes passed and I didn't hear from you. But I thought something must have happened. But that's how our relationship is. Yes. To the point where, you know, I'll call you and you don't answer the phone. And I'm and you'll spam my phone. I'm, I'll spam your phone. I'll be looking on the cameras. <laughs> you will look at you are a freaking stalker. I'll be looking at the cameras. That though. And then I'll call you're you. in those cameras. I can't do anything without looking over my shoulder. I'm like Big Brother's watching. Then, I, then what I say, I'll be like, yo, your phone's on the bed. Why don't you pick it up? <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. True story. What, three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. I was on the phone with the architect. Right. Okay. And Rashawn's calling me, calling me, calling me. But now we're talking about square footage and numbers and prices. This and this was like answer, that right? nitty gritty conversation, right? So I see the phone. I see it's him. And I begrudgingly sent him to voicemail. You called me like eight times. Eight times I sent you to voicemail. I'm thinking to myself, he knows he's being sent to voicemail. So he must infer from that that I must be on an important phone call and I will call him as soon as I'm off. Instead, you text me with all these, all this foul language. Mother Chucker, I see you on the phone sending me to voicemail. Who the bleep are you talking to? So I was like, oh. I looked up at the camera and I'm like, like I shuddered it scared me that I was being watched yes you are all times everybody gets watched in this motherfucker yeah you're the worst with that I don't care continue but but like to say that you know we are on the same length and we speak all the time Mm -hmm. so back to this text so you know maybe maybe this DM maybe you know he's just not there yet and he wants to miss you it's only been Three months right. for them and one month exclusive. Okay. So maybe he feels like he doesn't, maybe in past relationships. Like it just started. Like this is the time where you spend so much time together. If you've decided that you want to be exclusive with somebody, the first two months, maybe they were just figuring each other out, deciding whether they like each other and figuring out if they have enough things in common, etc. But by the time that you decide that, all right, I want to be with this person and just this person. This is like the honeymoon stage. This is the stage where, you know, you want to learn more and kind of suck everything out of that person and be like a sponge and learn about them. That's true. Everything. So if a person is distant in the first month, I'm asking you as a man, because women tend to be a little bit more clingy, not in all situations. I'm not speaking general. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. They tend to be a little bit more clingy. Men tend to be a little bit more standoffish and reserved. So as a uh-huh. man, is that a red flag to you? Not necessarily. And, I, and, I, and I'll tell you this. A lot of our opinions come from being in relationships young. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie. If I was in a relationship now, it would be a lot different. In a new relationship. Yes. And the reason being is now they talk. Now he said that she has kids and he has kids. Right. Uh And he works. There's times when you know that I work so hard when I get home, I'm I'm not going to fuck out, Mm -hmm. you know, and that might just happen. Might be like, look, no, no disrespect. I got two boys, you know, and maybe he's taking one boy to football, one boy to basketball. Then he's working. He's going to practice. 
and I'm tired. I might not have time to sit on the phone and talk to you all day long. That doesn't mean I don't adore you. That doesn't mean I don't love you. I'm not thinking about you. Mm, it just that's could, not what he said, though. So you're creating a whole scenario that he, wasn't in the email what did he say? like you famously do. What did he say? Something to the effect of, nah, I'm good talking once a day or every other day. Something like that, he said. No, let me read Yes, this. it's something to that effect. Let me read this again. Hold on. Like he would be good talking every other day, maybe, or once every two days. She he might says, put it that way. He said he doesn't want to talk all day long and could even go a day or two without See? really speaking at I'd all. I'd be listening. Be fine. Yeah, I mean, I, if I don't someone know. can, um, I'm going to tell you how I feel. And this is just how I feel. So this is not, let me, disclaimer, this is not an opinion. Okay. This is how Gia Casey feels. All right. If I'm in a new relationship with a man Mm -hmm. and we've only been knowing each other for three months Mm -hmm. and he told me that he can go a day or two without hearing from me, Mm -hmm. Gia Casey would be like, this isn't my kind of guy. So I could have been on my way home from Chantel's house and Mm -hmm. got into an accident and you would have no idea. You're right. Because I would feel as though he didn't care enough. All it takes is a quick phone call or a quick. I'm not saying that we have to have long dragged out conversations every day Mm -hmm. or several times a day, but the check in. To make sure I got home from work okay, to make sure I don't need anything, a quick I love you or I was thinking about you or how was your day. I think things like that are necessary. A person that's fine going a day or two without talking to me kind of makes me feel like I'm not imminent in his life. Like I'm not, like he's not pressed. I want a guy that's pressed. I want a guy that's all into me and wants to talk to me, wants to see me right. and all that good stuff. You're that's right. how Gia Casey wants to feel. You're right. Yeah. Do you know right. what I yeah, mean? Now, now if reading... you're just kind of like indifferent, I don't want to be with somebody that's indifferent. You're right. Yeah. I, yeah. I want you to be pressed. Yeah. I, yeah, absolutely right. I, I can't, I can't even. And it's too early. How are you going to feel in two years? No, no, I right. could go you know, a week or two without seeing or speaking to you. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely right. But that I'm separating feelings from opinions. Mm-hmm. My opinion isn't necessarily that that means that he's not all into you. It could simply be his personality. You know, you don't know how he grew up. Right. You know, he may have siblings that he didn't. And this is just an example. I'm not suggesting that this was his situation, but just, you know, a random hypothetical example. He could have had siblings that he didn't really like or that treated him bad. So he just may be a distant kind of person. Gotcha. But if you really care about him, I would have that conversation, kind of tell him how it makes me feel. And I would let him know, like, it'd be nice, like, if we checked in or had maybe a few short conversations or one or two, like maybe a good morning or a good afternoon, a good evening, a quick chat before we went to sleep, something like that. Because I need to feel like you care. You're right. Not that you want to tell somebody, make me feel like you care about me. But if it's really something that's deep rooted in him and has something to do with how he grew up or how he was groomed or whatever, you don't want to write him off if you really like him. But I definitely would entertain the idea that that's a red flag. Yeah, absolutely right. And I changed my thought. (laughs) 
no, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I can't even I can't even argue with you. You're absolutely positively right. I try to stand up for the brother, help the brother out. But you're right. Like you, if, if I'm dating you, you can't go two days with now. Nah, I'm good. And nah, I don't work like that. You're right. But and then come on, like, what are you doing in those two days? Like if you have a girlfriend and we're exclusive, like what you just hanging out with your boys for those two days you just sleeping you just working like two days you're by yourself you have no company no female company you're cool with that i might think maybe you got another form of female company you're right you know i would also entertain the idea like hmm he thinks he's slick you might be entertaining some other form of female company whether it be on the phone or in person but I would definitely, all of those thoughts would be swirling around in my head. And then I'd have to evaluate, how much do I really like this guy? I'm only three months in. Do I really need these problems or this doubt or this insecurity or this lack of communication that I enjoy so much? I don't know. I put it on a scale and figure out which way it tips. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I can't even argue with you. I'm sorry, mama. Yeah, you, you better check him. If he's not feeling you like that, there's a problem. You're, you're absolutely right. The problem is strong, but I would say I, I I wouldn't like it. Right. We'd have to have a conversation. Yeah, I wouldn't like it either. You know, because I don't want to judge the guy because it really right. could just be he can have like an avoidance type of yeah, personality. True. You know, maybe one of his siblings used to burn him with cigarette butts. Like you never know no, you're right. what someone goes through and why they are the way that they are. But what I'm more interested in is how it makes me feel, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so. you're right. There you have it. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, mommy. Just have try to have a conversation. It would bother me as well. All right. Well, it's time to get up out of here. Okay. Now, um, well, get up out of here means go to sleep. Yeah, go to sleep. It means shut the laptop, throw the mics on the floor, and cuddle up. Now, I just got a text from this text is dope. Now, um, look at that. 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 Oh, I know you're I just excited. Showed, I just showed you yeah, a picture of one of the cars that's going to be in the actual car show. Now, they just finished one of the vehicles. I don't want to tell you what it is. You'll get to see it if you get a chance to go to the car show. Can I say that it's yours? Yeah. It's yours? Yeah, no, yeah. You said one of the cars that's going to be in the car show. You wouldn't be be all excited, and I wouldn't be like, oh, if it wasn't yours. This is, um, I'll just say it's something that he kind of created. Yeah, they've been working on this car for how long? I don't even know. It's been a ridiculously long time. Maybe January, March, April, May? Six, five, six months. Maybe May, June, July, August, September, October. Five months. They had this call five they months. Just I think I dr- this year. I drove it once. Mm-hmm. I drove it once, so I'm excited about this. I never so even posted a, a bunch picture. of stuff to it. So I never even oh, posted a picture beautiful. of it or nothing. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. Is this your favorite car? Yes. Out of everything, that and the um, Benz McLaren. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's not talk about it. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you guys uh, next time. Hopefully, we'll get to see you guys at the car show. Yeah, come out and meet us all. The whole family is going to be there. Eventbrite.com. Look at DJ Envy and, and definitely check it out. And thank you guys for riding with us. We appreciate it so damn much. Thank you. Well, we appreciate you tuning back in yes. today because we missed you last week because we were in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Trying to avoid Zika. Yes. And... We've just, everything's been so hectic. So we apologize for not being as consistent as we once were. Um, It's not because we take your listership for granted. We have just been trying to juggle a lot of things and still keep this podcast going without going on hiatus. Some people, when they know they have a lot of things coming up, they go on hiatus or they need a break. We don't want to break. We don't want to go on hiatus. We just 
try to do this podcast when we can pull the time out of our tushes. So there you go. Thanks for riding with us. We appreciate you guys. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that's another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles. Toodles.